0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Resilience is My Beauty with yours truly, Tawanta J. How are you all doing this day? I hope everyone is doing amazing. You know what's up, sis. Come on in. Come on in. Go ahead and grab you something to drink. Get comfortable. Have a sit down. Take a deep breath in. Exhale slow. What's up? What is going on, family? How are you doing? How are you doing? I missed y'all. I really did. I really, really miss you guys. How was your weekend, right? How was your weekend? I hope everybody was just chilling and enjoying themselves in spite of the heat. (laughs) Because it's been warm out there. Warm is not even just the word. It's not the word hot. How about that? It's been hot. But you survive, right? You survive. Listen, I'm just going to get right down to the nitty gritty. I just want to talk to my family out here, talk to you guys about challenges um, and how challenges, you know, if you stay, um, you know, you stay steady with it. If you, you know, don't quit and cave in, it can create a champion out of you. So, yeah, I wanted to just, uh, you know, just to uh, come on here and just really chat with you a little bit about the challenges that we are all facing. Nobody is exempt, you know, from the challenges um, that's occurring in our lives every single day. Of course, you know, we're still dealing with, you know, with the pandemic and, um, you know, we're also dealing with job losses and, you know, people who are still financially uh, in debt, more, more deeper in debt than ever before and you know those are just one of the few challenges man you know that um that a lot of people are dealing with right now on top of you know um personal challenges you know dealing with family and loved ones and and not even just with family and friends but even the challenges that you face internally um there are a lot of people who are dealing with those issues as well um and there are some challenges there are some that you know you definitely can easily, um, fix, if you will, um, resolve and, um, you know, and you move on. But there, I know, but there are, I know, challenges that are very deep, very, you know, cutthroat, (laughs) you know, it, it, it really causes some, you know, um, some bad vibes, if you will, for, some people and it carries on for for a long long time and you sometimes wonder if ever this is going to end you know um, like I said definitely like for instance you know at the pandemic that's been going on what it's going on five months now six months almost and you know it seems like it's just not going to end it is going to end very very soon but the question is when and you know a lot of people are very, very anxious about this pandemic especially now that since school is soon to um start within the within a couple of months from now um and so I know that there are a lot of parents out there that are very very um anxious about this situation and you know the you know wonder what the districts are going to do in their community in regards to um social distancing and you know dealing with the kids and teachers and staff and all of that you know I mean that's a challenge in itself but it's very challenging too for in terms of you know the home front you know in terms of what to do in raising your kids or teaching your kids should you allow your child to go to school or should you homeschool your kids but if you choose to homeschool your 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 child or children then that means if you know, one of you, as far as your spouse, you know, may have to cut back on your job or work from home if your job is accessible to do that. Um, or if you are only parent, you know, again, you know, if your job is, you know, accessible for you to work from home, then that's great. If not, then how are you able to, you know, take care of, you know the housing the housing situation you know paying the bills and everything and then on top of that trying to teach your child and homeschool your kids you know these are challenges that are that are a major problem right now and you're wondering what to do about that how to handle this type of pressure there are some of us who have been doing this anyway before the pandemic even came into our to our household There's a lot of moms out there, particularly the single moms that have been, you know, pretty much homeschooling their kids, even when their kids were going to school. How about that? Um, But there are some that unfortunately did have no choice but to homeschool their child due to various other challenges that they were dealing with you know, with bullying and, you know, teasing and, you know, some other financial situation might be going on in their life at that time. So, of course, you know, these are certain challenges too that a lot of the uh, parent or parents had to deal with, uh, like I said, before COVID-19 even came into existence. And even then, you know, dealing with the physical health, you know, that's a challenge in itself. You know, there are some that have special needs, uh, special needs uh, kids, you know, um, there are some that have autistic uh, autistic children. Some have um, some that are paraplegic. Some are dealing with some other type of physical ailments, and you know that too is uh, um, a serious challenge in its in itself. But when you hear the stories of these champions, when you hear the stories of the um, these 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 parents or the moms, you know, you applaud them greatly, you know, because it's like, wow, how did they make it? How did they survive through all of the challenges, through all of the setbacks, through all of whatever that they faced, you know, yet they still, you know, um, you know, become victorious. Um, and honestly, they really don't have a magic pill. They don't have a special potion or what have you. You know, they just go by faith. For the majority of them, they just go by faith, you know. And, of course, with the, with the support of the community, meaning that the community could be their, their family members, it could be, you know, certain friends, you know, um, it could be a church network or what have you. You know, the, the, that that right there is what pretty much has helped them to, you know, jump the hurdles, jump over hurdles of challenges and issues that they've been dealing with and they're still dealing with to this day, you know. So, yeah, the challenges that we are facing with now, trust me, beloved, that you can definitely win uh, you definitely can uh, survive. You definitely can continue to wear that capital V over your chest. And, and it stands for victorious, you know, because you are victorious. You know, you are a winner. And I get it. You know, each day, you know, we want to be able to conquer a whole lot of stuff. But, you know, some that doesn't happen at all. There's some things we do. Yeah, like I said, some challenges we are, they're easy to you know, fix or to, um, you know, to resolve, um, and you applaud yourself and you say, "God, thank you for that. Thank you for giving me the strength to handle that situation, to handle that problem, or what have you." But there are some other issues that definitely are hardcore. You know, that is just it's difficult to 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 move. You know, and you definitely need you know you definitely need uh, additional help and support to get through that, man. And the key is that you know you're getting through it, and so you know particularly for us women you know we we face with challenges all the time, you know, and again, not just the challenges dealing with you know with family with finances you know and uh, relatives or whatever, but the challenges we face internally, you know we look at ourselves and we continue to beat ourselves up, you know um because we don't think we are you know smart enough intelligent enough um, beautiful enough or capable enough to do certain things that we see other people are doing and all of that there are a lot of people out here who are still you know um, sizing themselves um, you know against um, other people and they look at their look at that person's caliber, they look at that person's uh, uh, educational background, they look at that person's success and they compare it to theirs and they see that they're, that they have not completed the, the guidelines of being successful and, you know, cause they look at their mistakes, they look at their faults, they look at, um, you know, some things that they have done in the past, Um, you know, they made some bad choices, you know, and as a result of their choices, you know, now they're beating themselves up because they're not where they're supposed to be or where they should be. And they look at their age, you know, they look at their age, and they're probably in their 40s now, if not in their 50s, and even some in their 30s, believe it or not. There's some women out there now that they think they're too old to achieve what they had always wanted to achieve ever since they were in their late teens or early 20s, you know. Um, and of course, you know, having the lack of support of people to really, you know, um, you know, uplift them, you know, that right there alone is bad because, you know, they don't have anybody there. And so they just continue on listening to the voices in their heads and telling them that, you know, you're not equipped enough, you're not smart enough, you're not great enough, you're not popular enough, this, that, or whatever. So what's the point? you know, and this is a challenge. This is a mental challenge that a lot of people are facing with every single day. But I'm here to tell you, beloved, that, you know, you can conquer these challenges that you face every day. No doubt about it. You can definitely fight this. And, um, I know personally from experience of the challenges that, you know, I just shared with you all. I dealt with that, too. You know, the insecurities of myself. I didn't think I was popular. I didn't think I was smart enough, intelligent enough and all that stuff. I compared myself to other people whom I truly, you know, uh, respected and admired, Um And all those things, no grudge against them whatsoever. I just looked at the accolades of their life, you know, and I'm like, wow, if I just would have stayed a little longer, you know, in in my in my education, you know, in, in that major, I would have been this. I would have accomplished that. I would have done this. And, you know, God had to get on me on that, man. He had to get on me on that because I'd never forgave myself and that was the key problem. I never forgave myself of the poor choice that I made while I was in college. This is a prime example. You know, I came into college, you know, as a education major. I wanted to focus in in the field of music. And when I when it was time to um, you know, um, you know, do my schedule for the coming semester, um you know, I was looking at the course, the classes that I would have to, you know, I had to take for, I think it was for the fall, if I'm not mistaken, if not spring, I don't know, one of them. I just got a little bit beside myself, and I just like, you know what, I don't want to take these additional courses, and I think one of them was like a foreign class or something, I don't know what it was, but I just got a little bit out of pocket, (laughs) I really did, mentally out of pocket, and I just shifted from from that and I just had my little pompous little attitude that's like you know what I'm not doing this I'm just switching my major to you know vocal performance you know I'm not doing this da 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 and of course I had my teachers at the time my professors you know that pretty much was just telling me you know you need to change back into your major you know and and all of that because it's not guaranteed that you're going to have, a, you know, a, a great success uh successful career. Not saying they were saying it because I wasn't good enough, but they knew the challenges of, you know, of being a successful um, you know, opera singer and all of that because that's what I studied. That, that was my field in opera. Um, but I didn't pay no attention, you know? I just Continue on, just you know, just went out one ear, out the other, and you know, I just like you know what, I don't care, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that, you know, I just stay where I am, you know, I just go ahead and do my vocal performance, and when I when I shifted my major, change it from education to vocal performance, Lord have mercy, I didn't know what I was getting myself into, and I'm just keeping on the real, cause I'm just thinking, you know, when you made you're majoring in vocal performance, you know, you're going to tap into more music and everything, which is all good. And I, and, and guess what? I love classical music. I, I, I enjoy it, but I never really thought, <laughs> you know, that, that, that was going to be like part of my life, my livelihood at the time. Um, but you know, God just, you know, that, that mistake I would say at that time that I made was actually a blessing, you know, because that actually, let me see that God has had given me the the ability the vocal ability to sing opera and I know I could honestly because I grew up in the church you know singing gospel all my life you know from from five years old you know up until I got to college but even with that you know I was all about different genres of music I love you know R&B you know old school R&B you know that kind of thing and I love me some smooth jazz and stuff like that, and I have respect for classical music, but I never thought I could actually sing, you know, classical music like that. So, of course, you know, it was it was a, um an introduction for me, <laughs> you know, to, to see that I did have the ability, but I didn't appreciate that gift anyway because, you know, I was still tripping, you know, and especially in my culture, you know, in the black community, opera is like a, like is so foreign you know that is so not so not natural in the black community when it comes to classical music you know so I really was really intimidated by that and I didn't think my peers at the time was going to appreciate that so that kind of like dull my my whole concept of you know of, of really focusing in my major in vocal performance but that was on me that was on me that was a challenge that i had to face you know at that time and even after i finished college and then moved on to grad school and all that stuff or whatever you know i still was having that same issue whereas that i regretted of you know of not sticking with the original plan when i came to college of being an educator if i would have stayed in education yeah i would have already been You know 20 plus year in my career as a as an educator as a teacher and then i could have been a a principal and all this other stuff or whatever and that that right there you know god had to get beyond that man and you know i had to really really repent on that because he's like why have you not forgiven yourself and that that blew me away. I heard that loud and clear as if like somebody was in the kitchen with me that day. I remember that day like it was yesterday. It was a sunny day. I was in the kitchen looking out my patio door. And I just heard his voice. And it's like, why have you not forgiven yourself? And I'm looking at him like, what? Say, excuse- what? What do you say? <laughs> You know, because it sounds so weird, like, me not forgiving me? You know, I mean, I understand if you ask me the question, like, why have you not forgiven so-and-so, you know? But me forgiving myself. And he kept asking me that question. Why have you not forgiven yourself? And it just blew my mind, man. I had a revelation that day. And I mean, I was like, yo, for real? Is that what's been going on? I have not forgiven myself because of the poor choices i made, you know. And as a result of those choices, you know, I was beating myself up, punishing myself. God wasn't doing that to me. He was not doing that to me. I was doing that to myself, man. I hope this is blessing somebody because I know a lot of us out there, we're still beating ourselves up over the poor choices we made, you know. And we are, you know... Um, in that, con- you know, um, condemnation spirit. We're in that position where we keep condemning ourselves and we feeling guilty and resentful and angry and all this stuff, right? But at the end of the day, man, it's all on us. It's not the people out there that, you know, that may have contributed to us making poor decisions, you know, at the end of the day, it's all on us. It's how we see ourselves, right? And I know that there's so many of us that are still feeling guilty and resentful and angry because, you know, of what happened 20-some years ago. So my question to you is, why have you not forgiven yourself? Why have you not? And see, when—and here's the thing. You're still stuck in time. Even though this is 2020, you're still stuck in time. For me, this this revelation came to me, like, maybe, what, six, seven years ago or whatever, so i was still stuck in time you know when it was what 20 2012 2013 or whatever it was at that time i can't really remember for sure but my mind was still back in college years back in 1980 88 or 89 so i was still stuck at that moment in time in my mind rehearsing that moment you know and being and feeling angry and regretful you know and all of those things And that's where I believe a lot of people, one of the challenges that people are dealing with, because you're still stuck in time over the past, because you made some bad choices, poor decisions, and here you are 20-some years later, 13 years or whatever years later, you know, you see yourself as a failure, you see yourself, you know, not qualified enough, not good enough. And if you just would have stayed in that position 20 some years ago, if you would have stayed in college or if you would have, you know, not have gotten married or if you would not have did this or did that, you would have been doing this. You would have been doing that. How many of you have been saying that right now? If I just would have waited a little while longer, I would have did this. I would have been doing that. Or if I would have stayed in my major, if I would have, you know, if I, if I didn't drop out of college, or if I didn't drop out of high school, I could have been a success for this. I could have done this. I could have done that. There's so many people who are saying that right now. They are in their 30s, 40s, and 50s and beyond. And they are angry at the, of the choices that they made. And not realizing that they have not forgiven themselves. Mm-hmm. These are the, the the challenges that you are dealing with right now, it may have a lot to do with what took place in the past of yesterday, and a lot of us don't really see that until somebody brings it to their attention and I'm hoping that I'm one of those persons that is bringing it to your attention because, as I said before, there are some challenges that is easily fixed that you can easily take care of, but there are the other ones that man is just keep on surfacing, and it gets harder and harder and difficult. And it's like, man, why can I not get rid of this thing? Maybe it's because you still have not forgiven yourself. You still, you know, you've just been blinded by, you know, by the, the poor choices you made. You're still blinded by the hurt and the the anger and the betrayal, or whatever else that went on down the line. And you still believe that, you know, that you're, you know, that you're not good enough and this, that, or whatever, you know. At the end of the day, God is been trying to tell you, you know, it's time to heal from that. God has never been mad at you. He's never been angry with you. He knew that you was going to make the choice, the bad choices, even before you even moved, before you even got to college or high school or whatever. He knew that, but he wants you to know that it's all forgiven and he is willing to help you through where you are right now. It is not the end of the road. It is not too late. It doesn't matter if you if you're 24 or if you're 54. God can still work a miracle in your life. You you know what I'm saying? There's still a plan that He has for your life. But of course, it's been it's been um, it's been put on halt because of you know the issues that we've been carrying for such a long time. So for me personally, you know, I, you know, once I had that revelation, man, it still took some time for me to really start to get healed, to heal, you know, to ask God to heal me from myself, you know, because I've been pouring that guilt and pouring that, 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 that abuse in me for a long time. Um, And I really didn't have the support of others that really spoke opposite of that. Unfortunately, my mother had already passed away, but she was truly my champion in terms of, you know, um, verbally speaking life to me. She knew me better than I knew myself, and she knew certain things that God revealed to her about issues that I was experiencing, but yet I didn't verbally express it to her. And she would still continue to speak life to me. Even if I didn't receive it at that time, yet I knew that she she believed in me, right? And I know there's a lot of us sisters out there, you know, we may have had somebody once upon a time in our life and they are no longer with you at this time. But that person knew you better than you knew yourself. And they will always speak in life to you. And it's, it's, it, it hurts when you don't really have that type of support that you used to. Um, and especially if you are committed to someone. And not saying that they don't care for you or they don't love you, but they really don't know you, you know, like that relative, like your mother or your father or your nana, you know, knows you, you know. Um, And then on top of that, that person may contribute, you know, by saying some things that could be really hurtful and, you know, and, and they don't realize the words that they're saying, you know, can cause more damage. And you already emotionally Damaged, Right. Because of all of the years of beating yourself up, you know, regretting all of the regrets, all, you know, and and disappointments and all those things. And then have this person in your life that supposedly love you and that supposedly know you to a certain degree. You would think that they will go ahead and say, in spite of all what went down, you still got it going on. You know what I'm saying? But instead they will say, well, you know what, this is your fault. You know, you should have done better. Well, if you knew this was going on, why did you prolong this? Why did you let this happen? Blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? And that can cause more problem. That can really, that challenge can become even more difficult to handle, to resolve. So at the end of the day, you know, with my situation, you know, um, you know, I allow God to really start to heal me, you know, because it was a process, I mean, it was a process. I built this wall of regret for so many years, man, from 1989 up until 2013 or whatever it was. So that's a long time, man. So, you know, it took a minute for, for me to really be officially healed from that, you know, of doubting myself and doubting my worth and down, you know, downgrading my abilities or capabilities. And even though I'm, you know, I'm, God has gifted me and with a lot of talents and everything, yet I still did not believe in my talents or, or believe in my gifts, um, you know, and still allowing the enemy to, you know, trick me into <laughs> um, and, and believing that, you know, I was not qualified or I didn't have the the vocal ability uh, to be a successful opera singer and all those things. You know, so it was, it was a daily fight, man. It's a daily fight, but I'm grateful. And I thank God I'm not where I used to be. I see that, you know, that God is my healer for sure. And that when I do come across other challenges, which I have, yet I know that God is able to heal me and deliver me from them, no matter how big or small they are, that at the end of the day, he has, he is the solution you know, to those difficult challenges that we're facing. Even now, you know, with the pandemic that's going on, you know, um, my oldest daughter is, you know, hopefully will be going to college in California, you know, for, um, you know, for um, uh, theater arts and everything and acting and all of that stuff. But that is still not guaranteed that's going to happen. They may have to take courses online, which, you know, that's, that's good (laughs) but if they are you know but they on their end they still trying to make it active where people could come together you know go to classes normally you know um that that's a debatable conversation and particularly with my youngest one who's still in high school you know she's gonna be going back you know uh, in the fall starting 10th grade and you know so far we know that's going to be active. the kids will be coming back to school. Of course they will be required to wear their mask and all those things, but still that is still questionable, you know um, that, That's a challenge that we're facing with, but now I know exactly how to handle those challenges and that is just to cast them all to God's hands. You know that's what Jesus said to cast all your cares, cast all your, your concerns, your worries, your anxieties, your fears, your challenges. All the trials, all the tribulations, everything to him because he already knows how to handle it better than we do, right? We can't continue to kill ourselves from the inside out worrying about some things that is so beyond our control or even issues that is already dead. Let that sink in for a second because, again, as I said before, a lot of us are still carrying, you know, um, issues from yesteryear. You know, like I said before, me for instance. You know that issue with me changing my major, <laughs> like in 1989. Well, I don't know if that was in the spring of '89 or the fall '89. <laughs> I'm not quite sure, but I, you know, I had I held on to that even after I graduated, even after you know I, you know, started grad school, even after I got married. You know how many years that's been. You know what I'm saying, man right? And there's so many of us that's still holding on to the past. And we are, and we are the life support to something that is dead. We still, you know, breathe in life to something that, you know, that we can't fix anymore. There's so many of us out there are dealing with that. And that's why you have a lot of people who are so depressed, that are so, um, you know, so distracted, you know, they're not, you know, uh, not happy with their life or what have you because they're still reflecting on yesteryear. So um, I know there's a lot of you out there that are dealing with that right now. There's a lot of you out there that are fighting this right now. But I could tell you right now for sure that, you know, no matter how big or no or how small uh, the challenges that you're facing with right now, guaranteed you can come out as a champion. Guaranteed. I'm a living witness to that. Um, no, I do not have, uh, you know, a certification, you know, you know, as a as a teacher or what have you. I still see that in myself as a teacher because yes, I realize that I was meant to teach, um, but I'm not teaching at a school facility or anything. Even though I have tried to make that happen, but of course, some other challenges came along the way that permitted me not to make that happen but you know I still keep on fighting I still keep on believing that God has a plan and a purpose for my life that he will execute the talents that he put in me that he it will come forth and it will be a blessing to a lot of people out there you know whether I'm teaching in school or whether I'm teaching right here you know on this platform and other platforms to come right um, so, yeah, at the end of the day, yeah, there may be some issues, some challenges in your life that you did not, you know, that it, it the choices that you made at the time, it didn't happen for you. But don't let those uh, mistakes, you know, um, be your be your ending. You know what I mean? Don't let those mistakes, you know, um, tell you that there's nothing left for you to give, even though you are in your 40s, in your 50s, or whatever, that that God don't see it that way. He doesn't see you that way. There's still work that needs to be done, right? There's still work that needs to be done with you guys. So, here's the thing. Um, I realized, too, that I had to learn how, you know, to talk to Jesus, for real, for real, and just really, really allow Uh, allow the Holy spirit to really minister to me. And that's just real talk. I can't, I'm not going to sugarcoat. I'm not going to, you know, say I had like a a mentor or anything like that, even though I had people like that in my life. But at the end of the day, it was God and God alone that pretty much has been, um, helping me and directing me back into the path that he has assigned for my life. And, um, I, I can definitely say that I am a champion. Because, you know, he has helped me to become one, you know, um, because I have released all of my cares to him. So, a lot of you out there today, you are dealing with a heavy load of challenges right now. And I know they are very painful, very scary. Um, You know, some of those challenges can be unpredictable at times too, man. Either way, it's putting a, a damper in your, in your freedom of life where you're supposed to enjoy life more abundantly, but at every day when you wake up in the morning, you wonder why. Wonder why are you still up, why you're still alive. <laughs> but there ain't nobody but the enemy, y'all. There ain't nobody but the enemy. There ain't nobody but the devil. There ain't nobody. You know what I'm saying? And, and God does not want you to continue to waste your life being overwhelmed by the problems and the issues that you're dealing with right now, okay? So on a side note, let me just go ahead on a side note. So I'm going to keep it real with you guys, as you know. I'm going to keep it real with you. So I am doing my live here, my podcast, but I'm also doing it here in uh, in my basement here. You know, I'm keeping it real with y'all because y'all are family. So, you know, I don't have the professional um, equipment to basically block out, you know, background noises or anything like that. So, of course, you know, my family is home or what have you. So uh, my husband's office is next door to mine. And uh, what's what, what uh, separates us is the bathroom, the Jack and Jill bathroom kind of thing here. So if you hear a little feedback in the background, that would be him on the phone, on the speakerphone. He's having a conference call and what have you. So if you hear something like that in the background, ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm keeping it real with y'all, right? <laughs> I ain't trying to be all, you know, all professional of that or whatever. I'm just keeping on the real with you. But if by chance you hear any feedback while I'm talking, that's exactly what's going on right now, okay? So forgive me for that, okay? But as I was saying before, back into our conversation, listen, man, I get it. Challenges are hard. Challenges are difficult. And if you do not you know, release those challenges, those problems, it will do something internally bad to you. It will make you sick. It will make you stressed. It will make you totally miss out on the day that God has blessed you with. Each day that God wakes you up in the morning is a brand new day with brand new mercies, with brand new grace, y'all for real, for real, and you don't know the blessings that God has planned just for you for that day, but we mess it up by getting all caught up in the past, we get all caught up in our problems and our challenges and our fears and our worries and our hurt and our pain and our betrayal and all this stuff, we miss out on the blessings, we miss out on the miracles, we miss out on the supernatural, we miss it, we miss it, man. And I know for a person who experienced how many days and weeks and months and yes, even some years, I have missed the blessings that God had for me at that time. But I thank God that God has given me another chance to get this thing right. <laughs> this thing called life, I'm grateful for it, man. I do not take this day for granted. I don't take any day for granted. Not, not saying that I have before, but I mean, seriously, I haven't taken any day for granted, man, because I'm very grateful, you know, that I'm alive and that God is still He's still in the working business, man. He still he still loves me. He's not holding grudges against me. He's not angry with me. You know, I, I still make some stupid mistakes every now and then. I commit sins every now and then. Not, you know, and, and let's keep it real. Sometimes it's on purpose. Come on, let's keep it real, because we get too cute and religious every now and then. You know what I'm saying? And like, "Oh, I don't make no mistakes. You lying, devil. Yes, you do. (laughs) I'm just keeping it real. I love you. But you know, we get a little too cute with that sometimes. But at the end of the day, though, I just say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I need help. And don't we all need help? (laughs) No matter how big, no matter how small, we all need help. We all need deliverance some way, somehow in our lives. Right? And I get it for a lot of us, a lot of us may not have a deeper relationship with God like I do with some others, but God is still right there waiting in open arms for you to come to him so he can, you know, hold you and embrace you and let you know that you are the apple of his eye, that he has great things in store for you. God is not gonna really he's not gonna uh reprimand you or gonna, you know, comp cough up all your mistakes and all of your, your bad decisions and all of the crimes you commit. That's not God. That's the devil. That's the world. And that's yourself. How about that? Because, as I said before, God is not the one that had put me in that guilty pleasure. Come on now. God did not do that to me. I did that to myself. I did that to me. And we all have to take accountability of that and realize that, yeah, I'm the one that's been damning myself. Let's keep it real. Okay? I'm the one that's been doing this to me. Not God. Come on. And sometimes you can't even blame the devil on this either. Come on now. We can't do that either. We really got to get it together. We got to say, listen, I know I screwed up in a lot of areas in my life. And I know there's some areas in my life that is very, very bad. And I need God's help on it because I can't do this thing on my own. I want to survive and I want to live healthy and strong. I want to enjoy all of the blessings that God has for me this day and not waste another day worrying, complaining, and bickering, and moaning, and crying and all this stuff over issues and challenges I cannot fix period just as that and when you get to that level in your life you know you're being healed you know you're being delivered you know you're gonna be set free from yourself how about that there okay how about that there (laughs) right so yes challenges creates champions Believe it or not, beloved, you are a champion. Even through the midst of the storm right now, even through this pandemic, even through you know the financial issues or the situations you're going through right now, even through the job losses, you're still a champion. You're still a winner. You're still victorious. Believe in that. Say it to yourself, right? In spite of you know the setbacks, you're still a winner. You're still a champion, right? God sees that every day of His children. You are special to him. And you got to keep saying that to yourself. You got to keep saying that to yourself. Even I have to keep saying that to myself. Because we all go through it. Then we have our good days and we have our bad days. We have our ups and we have our downs. But even through those downs and difficult days, man, we still got to know we are still winners. We are still victorious because God is in us. God got our lives together and all is well all is well. So listen y'all, I'm going to close this out with a prayer. I hope this truly had blessed you. I hope this truly had encouraged you. I hope this truly inspired you today because I know a lot of us are really are carrying a heavy load of a lot of challenges and issues and problems. And I get it. I get it cuz I've been there myself, man. But I have I've come to the realization to know That God loves me and he doesn't want to see me suffer anymore. He doesn't want me to continue to hurt myself the way I've been hurting myself down through the years. He wants me to just release it all to him. And, and so he can pamper me with his love, period. He can pamper me with His love. Every day, God reveals, He showcases His love to me every single day. Through my family, through my daughters, through my, uh, through, you know, through what I see, through nature. You know, all of that. He reveals His love, even with His word. When I get into His word, He shows His love towards me. You know what I'm saying? And the rest of the day is ever so sweet. It's ever so sweet. The issues... You come to the point you did, like I said. Most issues, some some challenges, you can, you know, with God's help, of course, you can handle it. You can fix it. It can be resolved. But there are some others that is so beyond our control. We just have to say, God, here, take it. You know, just put your hand out. Just put your hand out. No, do what I'm telling you. Put your hand out and say, okay, God, I'm opening my fist and I'm just pouring all these all these issues to you right now. Do it. I'm telling you, just just imagine all the stress, all the problems, all the issues, all the everything, and you just letting it all go in God's hands. And he's taking it right now immediately in exchange for peace and joy in your life. And that's exactly what you need to be doing, rejoicing in this day and, and, and enjoy it more abundantly. And that means enjoying with your kids or just watching an old flick. And speaking of flicks, y'all, I I got back to watching this old time show back in the day in this little house on the prairie. Oh my God! And I, you know, and I watch it on Prime because they have all the seasons on there. So I watched it from the from the very beginning, hello, to the very end. And I was so touched by them shows and. I'm telling you, some even though that show was like back in the day like in the late 70s, mid 70s to the early 80s, you know what that storyline still is prevalent to today's life. You know what I'm saying? It really is, man. If you are a little house in the prairie fan back in the day, I I I advise y'all to go ahead if you have Prime, go ahead and watch Little House on the Prairie. It's going to bless you. <laughs> It's gonna bless you. I mean, I I I was blessed. I was blessed, and I and I said, you know what? I'm gonna watch it again, cause it just it's just it's just a humble show. Michael Landon, the one who played Charles Ingalls, man, oh man, that brother was a talented, gifted soul. Bless his soul. He was a powerful brother back in the day, man. He directed and produced, you know, Little House on the Prairie. He the one that pretty much brought this brought the show you know, to, on television because it's based on Laura Ingalls Wilder um, life. You know, she wrote a children's books and, and whatnot, and he just brought it to life through television. And man, oh man, that brother was talented. If you remember Michael Landon, he was also on the show Bonanza back in the day. How many of you remember that show Bonanza? I used to watch that too back in the day too. Um, but I mean, just looking at the characters again and, 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 and watching um, some of the episodes I remember back in the day. Man, oh man. And I, and I was just Googling, you know, the, the, the actors, um, you know, information on Google. And most of them had already passed on, of course. But just to learn more about the person's life and the legacy that they left behind. And even the challenges that they faced at that time man oh man it was powerful even with michael landon you know with his life you know as brilliant as he was and the stories that he produced on the show you know some were fact and some were fictional or what have you but at the end of the day they all were relatable in in terms of their faith their faith and their their perseverance the struggles that they had to deal with during that time. This is back in the eighteen hundreds, you know what I'm saying? The eighteen fifties, sixties, seventies or whatever. You know, back in that period, man. And through all of the challenges that that the Ingalls family had faced, man, they they still persevered. They still came out champions. They still came out winners. They still came out victorious. But in the real life of Michael Landis' life, man, yeah, he, he was a phenomenal brother. He was very loving, very caring, and all of those things. Back in the day, they said he was like the George Clooney back in the day. You know, he was a lovable man, and he was loved by a lot of women. <laughs> you know, he was that handsome and, and very, very regal and intelligent and all that. But he had challenges, too, to face with. You know, he had some issues that he was dealing with. You know, he was an alcohol drinker, heavy drinker at that, and he was also a heavy smoker at that. You know, so there were some issues that he, too, was fighting with that a lot of people probably back in the day did not even realize or recognize with the exception of those who was closest to him. But in spite of all of those challenges that he had faced back then, you know, yet he still persevered. He still produced and created, you know, a phenomenal show that is still showing, you know, all over the country. You know, it is its um it's on different networks all over the world with Little House on the Prairie. You know what I mean? He has left a powerful legacy. And not even just with Little House, Little House on the Prairie, but he did another show after that, too. Um, I forgot the name of the show. Is Heaven Something. Um, oh, my God. I can't remember the name of it. But y'all know the show he did after the canceled Little House on the Prairie. Um, and, of course, Bonanza some other shows that he had probably and other shows he did at that time, too. But, you know, this brother was just absolutely amazing and not just him all of the characters all of the actors on that show you know most of them had some issues some challenges they was dealing with behind the scenes but yet they still persevered they still continue on you know living their dream and being a blessing to other people you know um you know through their their gifts um on television and all those things of that nature so I just brought that out (laughs) honestly you know Uh, you know just to really share my little uh escape if you will you know I'm the type of person I like classic type of shows that really is meaningful and it really you know takes me back to my childhood or what have you and that's one of the shows that really blessed me um and um you know like I said There are things in our lives that, you know, that is going to hit us hard. There's going to be some obstacles that's going to come our way. Some that we are prepared for and some that we are not prepared for. Prime example, COVID-19. Nobody was prepared for that. Nobody. Nobody okay, I don't care how rich I don't care how popular I don't care how famous you are. Nobody was prepared for no of covid nineteen, and people are still not prepared for it. okay? There's still a pandemic going on, right? but no matter what difficulties we are facing with, as I said before, some challenges we just cannot be able to handle on our own. that's where we definitely need God to really take care of those difficulties, take care of those troubles and those issues and problems so we can continue to you know uh you know um maintain that victorious status you know because if you have christ in your life you always you always going to be victorious right and even though you may have those bad days you're still victorious even though you may cry you're still victorious god knows he knows and he can still heal you through the through all of the challenges and the pains that you are feeling right now you don't need to worry about um about what tomorrow's going to bring because you know god's going to work it out he's he already has worked it out you know and especially for those of us who are parents and we have kids that are still um you know uh, going back to school and all of that don't worry about it man leave put that in god's care he he is going to take care of his people. God is taking care of his people. And, you know, if you just trust in his word, all is well. All is well. Everything is going to be all right. Everything is going to be all right. And for those of us who are without a job right now, trust in the Lord that he is still your provider. He still continues to provide for you. And he's going to provide a phenomenal career for you. Okay? And don't get... um. Don't don't continue to be discouraged. You know, I'm not telling you anything that I never experienced before. I'm telling you from personal experience, okay? I work from home, but I have my own line of business and I've been doing that since, you know, I've been married and uh and I love it. I love it. I'm not ever going to say I'm not going to work outside the home, but I know for sure that where I am right now is peace for me. And, you know, and it's blessing other people. And, um, you know, and I'm and I'm happy with that. But I know that not everybody is that type of person that likes to be at home every day, I get that. You know, you wanna work outside the home. For majority of you, that's your life, (laughs) right? You all about working outside the home, I get that. Um, But you know what, sometimes you know, the shift of changes, it happens, like I said, it's so beyond our control. And when you don't have the tools for that, that's when you say, God, I need your help on this help me to be better or to do better help me to you know to uh to tolerate this new normal that we are living in right now cuz people are still trying to get to this new normal you know mindset and it's a challenge for a lot of people man and like i said we all start preparing for school that's going to be a new challenge right there for people to really start getting you know to get the hang of for some it probably be okay for others it will be crazy You know, but no matter what, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, as I said before, if we just allow God to just take control of all the challenges that we cannot fix, trust me, your day will be sweet and it will be joyful, right? So again, guys, thank you so much. I apologize. I don't know if you are hearing the feedback in the background here with my husband on the, you know, on a conference call back there, but forgive me for that. I'm like I said, I don't have the, you know, the high quality equipment that you know, that kind of kills the, you know, the backs, the back noises and all of that stuff. It is what it is. But you know me, I'm all about being honest and and real with you. But at the end of the day, I hope, you know, the message has got across all of y'all. And I pray this came right on time for you, my beautiful sisters. So anyway, I got uh, guys, I want you to have a great, great day and a great week, weekend. And we will come back together again real soon. And uh, just enjoy your day, man. Again, you are champions. You are already winners. You are already victorious. Don't let the small stuff as well as the big stuff, you know, drown you down um, and put you in a dark dark uh, place that you don't need to be in. So, God, we want to say thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this platform. Thank you for my family. Thank you for allowing me to come on this day to be a blessing to your your children. These are your children that are listening to the sound of my voice. So you know their challenges. You know their struggles. You know their fears. You know their anxieties. You know their worries. You know everything that is going on in their hearts. God, heal their hearts. Heal their minds. Let them um, be uh, peace of mind, oh God. But I pray that while they hear hearing this prayer, they hear hearing my voice, that they will immediately just melt into your arms and say, God, help me just that simple word those simple words right there is the best prayer right there god help me because i know god instantly without even a second thought you will be right there to help them so thank you father god thank you for the challenges because those challenges you know is not to not to make us look bad or feel bad but it's also about growth it's all about change it's all about deliverance it's all about you know graduating from one season to the next season And I thank God for the challenges that I have dealt with and even challenges now that I'm dealing with because I know from the previous experience, oh God, that what you had delivered me from, you can do it again now and that it has also graduated me from from my way of thinking then to where I'm thinking now. So I pray, God, that this... This uh, episode will be a blessing to all of my beautiful sisters out there, uh, my entire family as well, that they too will take uh, true advantage of uh, this episode and realize that, God, that you are the one that can heal, deliver, and set free. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.